0: Blossoms. I am Amanda McLaughlin.
1: I'm Christopher McLaughlin.
0: And this is going, going to the, the chapel.
1: chapel. This podcast is a deep dive into the Fox television show Twenty One Jump Street that ran from 1987 to 1991. And just like in our marriage, I know nothing,
0: and I know everything. Hey guys, go ahead. It's been a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, partly because you know the world's a little has been a little wild and. I kind of felt like it was important to listen to other voices for the last little while, other than our own and sending them out into people's ear holes. And we've been very tired.
1: I think it's more we've been tired and, and busy the, than anything else. And was. the
0: world's been weird.
1: I guess we should probably mention it's uh, July 17th, 2020 when we're, we're reporting is. this. Because you never know what's going to have happened.
0: And between... who knows when I'll get it uploaded. Uh, well, yes. Uploaded. So the meteor strike had... hasn't
1: happened yet. Yes. The alien invasion is months away. So.
0: <laughs> Yellowstone
1: hasn't erupted yet, so, you know, it's fine.
0: Nothing... Yeah, we haven't had... There are several plagues that we, we haven't <laughs> missed come out across on. yet. The blood... <laughs> I'm waiting for, the, like, blood to run yeah. through the... I mean, it basically is. So, also, I felt weird talking about a show about police officers, because it's weird to me that I'm not fond of the police right now, but also... I still like this show, and I still feel like we're kind of in a place with our mental health that it's still important to, like, laugh and have fun, which is what we're here to do. Yeah, I mean, it it
1: deals with serious subjects, but it's a pretty light show. Although, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about the show, because I think it was still in the midst of of the protests and everything that was going on, that the the police aspect of the show is... uh, an excuse, I think, for the drama. I mean, yes, it's oh, about, the, po- it's well, about the police, but it's not a show about the police, really. Television,
0: anyway, and we we're not exactly kind to them. <laughs> when well, we recap I mean, episodes; they're, they're not
1: terribly great, <laughs> even as police half the time. But anyway, cool. so do we want to jump into the episode? Let's or? Do it, man. Okay, so this is season one, episode eleven, Low and Away," which was uh, aired originally on June the fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Not too far. Uh, removed from what is it
0: where we are right now yeah so anyway I, I um i was really excited to get into to this one because this one has baseball baseball in it. so i thought you would enjoy it although the baseball I mean, we see we talked about it is like boring bits of baseball
1: yeah it's it's odd the baseball is odd but to be fair it's if, unless you're doing well it, base- it was
0: canada they don't really know <laughs>
1: <laughs> true enough
0: what they're doing with baseball
1: well i think it's more that Unless your show is about baseball or your movie's about Mm -hmm. baseball, trying to incorporate it in, unless it's just, like, happening in the background. you also
0: kind of just have to play to the strengths of your actors. Yeah. And even if they're somewhat good at baseball players, they're obviously not, like, professional baseball players because they are actors.
1: I mean, I'm thinking of, like, Ferris Bueller or something where they go to a baseball game, but, like, the baseball is not the point. So, you know, same kind of thing.
0: Okay, so. All right, so we tell just... us about the episode. Let's get into breaking this shit down.
1: <laughs> Speaking of baseball, that's how we start. Um, so we see a baseball and a rosin bag. Yeah, it's and like cleats. it's
0: like a a pile of like three baseballs next to the mound and cleats, and it's and the music in this scene is like the most like baseball movie
1: music it's i i just called it in my notes the natural music it's very it's like the natural like, or uh, field of dreams has that kind of look how know, mystical quality yeah. that that the baseball movies Absolutely. like to have So, basically, there's, there's, you're, we see this pitcher, who we later discover is a high schooler, but looks, and the actor okay. actually is, 27 yes. years old. the
0: pitcher, his name is Johnny, and I put, this is a grown-ass man. And then I looked him up. He's Patrick Breen. I thought he looked familiar to me. Patrick Breen, best known by me, <laughs> as Reggie, the guy I'm in Men in Black whose wife has the big, like, squid baby. Madison, you're Reggie. What's going on? Well, well we're, we're meeting someone. you mean? Well it's a ship. It's a ship. I didn't see it. the departure clearance for today. You didn't know. Well it's uh well it's an emergency.
1: What you're doing fine, Ace! Yeah, what kind of emergency? Man. What's the rush to get off the planet all this stuff? We just don't uh, like the neighborhood anymore. Uh, just some of the uh new
0: arrivals. What new arrivals? Have anything to do with the crasher from last night? No! Oh, oh man! Oh man! oh Oh, okay look oh man (laughs) congratulations reg it's a squid and this is so this is 1987 i looked him up he was like actually 27 years old or something like that he was straight up grown like i i know that we always joke about how the they look like grown, at, yeah, grown men, but, but like, he was like literally a grown man. I mean, he was kind of skinny-ish and kind of, I don't necessarily think he looked 27, but he kind of also did. I don't know, but I was like, is this is this a high school or is this like the minor leagues? I don't understand all these people because the the batter while he's pitching also has this mustache, like this... Full on 80s. Yeah, I, 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 I missed mustache. this,
1: but you mentioned like, it. Yeah, he
0: looked 45. I don't know what's happening. I there's trickoration happening in in this high school division.
1: Yeah, and so there's the uh, speaking of a mustache, there's a, there's a uh, an African American coach with a uh, with a, a mustache who looks just right out of central casting oh my for God. a manager. Yes, um, who's very impressed with this. So the pitcher is just striking everybody out, just absolutely blowing everybody away, um, and he's. Very impressed and basically like somebody loves must love me because this kid is great and you know he's like
0: I'm so lucky this is great yeah
1: it's it's another walk on because the other coach is asking him to look at the catcher and he's like well who's the catcher and standing up into frame and turning around is Doug Penhall and Um, I
0: just want I I know you know what I'm gonna say yes looking like a goddamn snack. They all have uniforms on, which I thought about this. This is a practice, right?
1: Yeah, and he's not wearing a uniform.
0: But do people normally wear uniforms during practice? I didn't I didn't play for school. No. But when I played softball, you we did not wear uniforms no. in practice. We just wore, like, practice clothes. Like, I don't... I thought that was weird, but I guess it's just to show that, like, they are on the team and he's like... Trying out to be on this, t- I don't know. I mean,
1: there's there's some problems we'll get into with the costuming and the baseball sections. Obviously, issue. this
0: is this is a like baseball info heavy
1: problem. Episode. Number one is that so, if they're wearing uniforms for practice, which is, I mean, I think major leaguers probably do, but that be that as it may. Penhall is not wearing unif- a uniform and everybody else is. Like, why is Penhall not? Well,
0: he's not on the team yet, so I could see why that might be. So he doesn't the case. have a uniform yet. But I also, guess, but... there's no way that this high school has enough of a budget for their baseball team that they have practice uniforms. Like, there's no way. But anyway, he's in like a sweatshirt and like sweatpants, and he's very pretty. And that's what I have to say about that.
1: Yeah, so anyway, he's like, all right, we'll take a look at him. And... Well,
0: what he says is. All right, Go I'll ahead. take a look at his stick. That's and right, I'll take a look at his stick. To which I, of course, said to <laughs> <laughs> the obvious, I would like to take, take a, a look, look at, at his stick. stick. So, you're welcome, yes. world. Thirsty. This, this, this... Thirsty forever.
1: <laughs> you see what I have to deal with? As, um... as I take a sip of water. <laughs> Literally and figuratively thirsty. This is,
0: this is not a visual medium, but I am taking a sip of water.
1: Yes. Yes. So, anyway, Penhall then proves his uh, prowess with the stick, if you will. I yeah, um, do. By back up for just a second. The, the pitcher who was striking everybody out, passes it off because the coach doesn't want him to blow out his arm in practice. No, that would be um, terrible. So some other poor sap has to pitch to Penhall, and Penhall is is hitting home run after home run and spinning the bat all fancy like and being all cocky. And, Look at me,
0: I play baseball. Yeah,
1: basically just being an amazing batter and just impressing the heck out of everybody. And that's basically the point and end of that scene. And we get to the the title song, which I will not sing for because no one wants to hear it and because we'll get a copyright strike. We cut to Jump Street. <laughs> Penhall, obviously, just returning from practice with his cap on backward and still...
0: And dim sweatpants and that ass.
1: <laughs> still just
0: walking on in.
1: gadding about. High-fiving yeah. Aoki. And then we have our, our one of our little, like, casually racist, oh, this is an 80s show moments when he's...
0: Aoki says, has baseball been very, very good very, to very you? Very, very good. That's what Which, I was going to say, yes. So, has
1: baseball been very, very good to you? So yeah. do you know
0: what that's from? Is this? Some, do you know? I mean, I'm sure, I'm, you, like me, like I grew up like my parents saying it, yeah. like when we would watch baseball or like when we would play baseball, and I'm like, what is that even? I'm come not
1: from? sure. It's a
0: Saturday Night Live sketch oh. from the 70s. Oh, that's why I don't know it. And because I was like, is this? Because it's it's also. Problematic and kind of racist because it's it's like kind of well, like the, faking like a Spanish accent so
1: yeah well it's it's
0: it's, like, a, it's a, baseball been very very good to me I was telling
1: it was like, like a like the Japanese no, 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 can't no, no. say the it's, V sound well, it sounded
0: that way yeah. because it was of course Aoki saying it but no so it's they give him the name Chico Escuela which I'm not even gonna touch <laughs> that but there's a Saturday Night Live sketch in 1978. I cannot remember. Oh, I cannot remember the name of the guy. I want to say something. Morris. They came up with it. It was like that. This baseball player was going to give this speech, and he like gets up, and that's what he says. And he's like from the Dominican Republic. So right. the the um actor, the player, he was like he was a black character, but he was he was like pushing up this like very kind of Hispanic-y accent. Then mm-hmm. they said he was from the Dominican. So it was like this weird, like, not okay reference to, yeah. like, Dominicans, I guess, who play baseball. Right, like, the which whole was joke, still a new thing. The whole joke was they had paid for him to give this speech. And he says this. And then he says, like, keep keep your eye on the ball. And, like, that's that's it or something like that. Oh, okay. So, like, that was problematic. But it was something that, like, continued to be referenced. So that's what I, That's why Aoki was saying, has baseball been very, very good to you? And then... Penhall says, do you remember? Well, it's he says, like
1: the, it's the national game of Japan or whatever. Yeah, the
0: national pastime which, of Japan. Which
1: actually, to be fair, is relatively accurate. Baseball is huge in but Japan. But basically they
0: were just kind of, you know, yeah. it's Aoki shooting the shit being like, hey you're enjoying this assignment kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, it's such a weird problematic, like, pretzel because we've got this, like, racism towards, like, dominicans and their language but done by a black man and then co-opted by who someone who is actually vietnamese but in the show
1: is japanese. japanese yeah
0: I, I don't i don't know i don't know how to describe that whole scenario yeah. but also it just feels really problematic
1: <laughs> yeah well we'll get into uh briefly later of the the newness of Hispanics, which, of course, now, you know, the most of the biggest stars of the, in the majors are Hispanic players, Latin, Latin, Latin American, American, players, American players. Yeah, like from Dominican or Venezuela or whatever, um, right. all over the place. But at the time, even in the late 80s, it was still certainly in the 70s when the SNL Thing was coming out it was still kind of a new thing like all of oh, this start it was the starting of that infusion of latin mm-hmm. american players into um well into the into the wider culture but also into baseball in particular and baseball's always been one of those places that you start seeing at first like jackie robinson for you know african americans into culture so anyway hold that's a sidetrack but so anyway that's that's a really long sidetrack on one line but but, to,
0: but honestly and truthfully I this is something I heard my whole life and I feel weird about it now cuz it's not something I ever looked into until like today mostly because I like forgot about it but I honestly thought that it were it at the time I thought it was people making fun of an actual player who had an accent, which also I felt like was wrong, but I wasn't. I didn't know the whole story because I was not alive in nineteen seventy eight.
1: Neither was I. Even so and yes. even
0: when I I've watched some old Saturday Night Live, but I had never actually seen this sketch.
1: Yeah,
0: but anyway, that's a pop. That's one of those pop culture things. And <laughs>
1: that uh, come up, Hoffs shows up to also you know basically be like to take the piss out of Penhall. And would you like to discuss Hoffs? Oh my outfit? god, since you, you oh I mean, god. I loved Hoffs' outfit too, but you
0: guys. I, you guys you guys
1: please please uh judy hoffs
0: is always the queen of wearing the most beautiful clothes and in this episode she has a good five different outfits oh yeah and i pretty much love them all but this is the most spectacular outfit i'm going to attempt to describe it to you as best (laughs) i can but um you do better on the website in the no- show notes and stuff you pr- i promise you you're gonna be getting like screenshots because so it's this like khaki colored it's either a wiggle dress or it's like a top and a skirt um it's kind of a power suit, suit. almost kind yeah of but thing. it's it's yeah. like the top there's like a peplum and so it's like khaki colored and then on the peplum is like this kind of watercolor effect. Yeah. I can't tell if it's like flowers or something, but it's just like different colors, but it's like Monet-ish, more watercolor. Yeah. It's like kind of light. And on the like collar of her little like suit jacket-y type top, and I can't, again, I can't tell if it's all one piece, like a wiggle dress, or mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's like a power suit with like a peplum top. And it's sleeveless, and then she's got this little matching hat. Yeah. It is the absolute cutest thing. And she has earrings that match. I think they're like light blue powder blue earrings. I think, but I could I could go I could do a whole pack podcast <laughs> just on Judy's clothes, which is basically what this podcast is. But Judy's clothes I, and Penhall's butt, and That's it would it. be cute now. I think I'm not sure about the like the like double breasted collery. Yeah, part, and also the hat. But, like, but well, yeah. maybe not the hat. I don't. know. I don't know. even know that was
1: a thing at the time. The but,
0: outfit yeah. is just the cutest thing I've ever seen
1: it it definitely is a great outfit I I will I will totally agree with that so he basically is is, she's trying to take him down a notch, and she, he basically rips her. For yeah, because
0: he was talking about, like, how good he was doing. He's yeah. like, it was like this, it was like this. She's and like, he's like, like you were batting against high school students. Yeah, he's like, come on, buddy. He's basically
1: like, he's not going to take any, you know, baseball guff from a Cubs fan, which this comes up a couple times yes, in the this episode. Is the
0: joke, is that Judy's a Cubs fan. So
1: she's used to suffering. For those of you, again, I will try to, I don't know the uh, Venn diagram of baseball fans and fans of this podcast, but... Um, the well, Cubs.
0: considering I don't know that there are fans of this podcast, it's probably you.
1: <laughs> hey, that
0: Venn diagram is just the a The three people who ignorant. listen to our
1: podcast. Yeah. Um,
0: I would say hi, mom, but I guarantee you my mom doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. Neither does
1: mine. Hey, there you go.
0: She'd like the baseball part, though. <laughs> we should tell her.
1: The Cubs... Rather famously, had not won a World Series since 1908. At this point, now they did win one in 2016, but obviously this was in 1987, and it had been uh, over 80 years, almost ar- 80 years. And her
0: argument is that she's a she's loyal, it's loyal loyalty, yes
1: quite loyal and the Cubs hadn't even been to a World Series in a very long time but in, in any case also
0: why someone in like I'm aii I still assume that it's we're this is supposed yeah. to be like Southern California yeah. would be a Cubs fan is strange to me but she's
1: supposed to be originally but from I don't know what I'm talking remember. about
0: because I live in North Carolina and I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan so what am I talking about
1: I think you like the colors
0: I honestly that's like 75 percent of it <laughs>
1: In any case,
0: as as
1: they head into Fuller's office, Penhall gives her a smack on the butt, yeah, which is just I was, playful. But
0: so I think, it, is it because this is a baseball episode? Is it I supposed to be like a idea. he's in this baseball frame of mind? Because I, I did not like that.
1: I don't think was, it's intended and it, to be and sexual. Also, sh-
0: it didn't seem to bother her. Like she laughed and giggled and wasn't like didn't, bothered by it. Was it bothered by it? But and I, my I'm more questioned. Was this when something like that happens? Because I feel like actors uh, with their blocking have some license. Is that something that was scripted that she knew about ahead of time, or is it something he did in the moment? Because that can be a little bit questionable to me. But she seemed to take it and like whatever, I don't know. But it made me really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. either way. Because that's something that I'm uncomfortable with. I've had when I was in high school, I had. Friends, air quotes, who would like do stuff like that to me in the hallway? Yeah, because it was funny and they were my friends. And I'm like, hey, that's sexual harassment. But thanks though. Yeah, made me really uncomfortable. uh, Definitely not. So, so that's I have my own personal feelings about that. So I don't, you know. But that moment in the show isn't made to be. It's a a thing. Thing like she doesn't care. I think it's meant
1: to be sort of playful and show their like close relationship. And I think it's a baseball.
0: It's like it's definitely a
1: baseball thing. Um. So anyway, they they go into the office and there is uh, a very well dressed man who I immediately was recognize. A fed. He's a Fed.
0: Well, he is Kurtwood Smith, yes. of foot in your ass fame. Yes,
1: uh, who plays Red on that '70s show most famously. Also, another thing I always think of him as is the father on, on 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 uh, Dead Poet Society. That's Absolutely,
0: where I went. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I'm depressed. He's playing. So he's good
1: long. at playing jerk fathers. Although in this in this, in this show, he is not well, a father. In this case, but he's a jerk. He's a he's a big fed. brother yeah basically <laughs> big brother here and so there's definitely tension between him and chief fuller through this whole scene because he's uh basically telling them that this pitcher who we've just seen johnny. in the opening scene is named johnny yes they just need to keep an eye on him but they he won't basically tell them why yeah
0: because like he comes in and and he asked doug if he's made the team and so doug is like yeah okay I'm on the baseball team what are we doing here and he basically it's that classic like we don't get along with the feds scenario With, that's in like every film and television show ever about police officers where he's like I'll be the one asking the questions like he comes in thinking that they're crap and I'm like then why are you working with them
1: yeah it's like they're Jesus, and then he's you basically It's like it's need to know about everything, which is
0: my favorite quote is that Pin Hall basically says that their names are always like corporations. I didn't write down what well his name, yeah, his but his name, name is like
1: basically sounds like two last names, and he's like, oh, why do you guys Isn't always sound Phillips? like Phillips
0: something Phillips something yeah Phillips
1: yeah, and then he's like, yo, why do you, your names always sound like corporations, which I thought was a great, which
0: line. I I also thought was good. It's like I I imagine a world where like you, <laughs> when you get your application Yeah, <laughs> to be a fed because <laughs> that's how it works. They hand you, you know, you can just go to the the office the and office get an application. Get an
1: application. That's just how and it there's is.
0: There's like, okay, before they even hand you the application, they're like, sir, what is your name? Yes. And if you say like, my name is Jim Smith, they're like, I'm sorry, sir. Yes. You do not have what it Thanks. takes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, your hair is down to your ears. So. Yes. <laughs> um, which we'll get to that you in a ne- second. Yeah. But, um, the basic gist is this that they're worried that the, this pitcher is going to get kidnapped is the gist of it that they're like Yeah, he basically yeah.
0: says you have to you have to protect him. Won't tell them why, won't tell them what it's in reference to, which I said and but that he wants their full cooperation. And I'm over here like you have given them exactly <laughs> Yeah. zero <laughs> information about this case and, and he's like he did that whole like it's need to know yeah okay if you're working with them they need to freaking know because here's my thing so they're supposed to keep him safe okay that's fine but from what like what kind of people or things or or occurrences should they be looking on the lookout right for? what's the threat? like you can't just wait until someone's pointing a gun at the kid like right you know just just tell like if they don't need to know who the fuck does need to know? Yeah. And what's he doing? He's just here to be like, you guys watching, peace out. I and, know all the information, oh, but I'm doing jack shit. Oh, yeah, Fuller is not it. having it. He's BS. like, yeah. he's like uh, can I know some stuff? I don't like your attitude. And I didn't like his attitude either. I was like, you tell him, Fuller. What is up?
1: <laughs> I do like this. Oh. But also,
0: he said they have 70, it's just, for 72 hours, they have to watch him. And they're like, okay, well, what happens after that? He's like, doesn't you matter. You to
1: know, yeah. Just
0: watch him for 72 hours. I'm out, suckers. And they're
1: basically like, you know, why we have to be there. Is, uh, Penhall mentions, you know, the reason you guys can't be there, I guess the crew cuts give you away, <laughs> which is also a pretty good line um, about the fans, of course. So. so I don't like him. Well, no, of course not. He's like a, At, super, the a super cop. In
0: the of that weird guy, one of the garbage people from Tiger King, because they're all garbage, Yes. fuck the feds. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, well, and I feel like, I mean, maybe it's a... But I feel like it must be a trope for a reason. Obviously, local police departments and the feds don't usually get along. I'm sure but, that
0: really is a thing.
1: Because I'm sure the feds don't work well, in like... Well, I imagine, too, they're, that they're the longer policing. that
0: you're in um, police work and, like, you move up to that level, like, you just become more and more of an asshole because, like, that's just how the job makes you. Like, yeah. you start out, you may be, like... Actually, rip ring to actually do good things in the world, oh honey. And then like you become more and more and more of an asshole. And then I'm sure once you get up to Fed level, you're just like no. peak asshole. That's my guesstimate.
1: In any case, that's the gist of that scene. I don't think there's anything else major happens. So we cut to the Hartman kid. Oh, so Hartman's their last name, but Johnny Hartman is the kid's name. Um, or
0: is it? Dun dun dun.
1: Spoiler alert. Anyway, the Hartman kids for something house. from
0: 33 years ago. Yes, <laughs> that we are discussing. <laughs>
1: Well we're trying to create some tension here in this podcast for the three or four okay. listeners.
0: Johnny Hartman.
1: Johnny Hartman from from back east.
0: From somewhere.
1: From somewhere. In the east. general
0: back east area. Yeah. Okay.
1: So Johnny Hartman is riding his bike unsupervised, yes. I might yes. add. He ha-
0: okay, so this whole thing is like we have to keep this boy safe for 72 hours. The other thing to me is that like who is watching him? While Doug and Judy are in the police department with the Fed. And he's allowed to on a bicycle ride home with no security detail. Somebody's gonna City of Angels him.
1: Yep. Yep. Right? That would be my that I mean that would be the time to do it.
0: And he didn't even get Nicholas Cage in that deal. No. People who've not seen the movie City of Angels are so confused right <laughs> now.
1: I would say see it, but then you'd be very frustrated like like you were. Anyway. So he rides and says, "Yo, Fed friends!" As he goes by the car, where the yeah, feds are sitting. Yeah, there are, are
0: two feds the, in a car at his house. At his it's house, like, yeah. I guess they're protecting the mom too. But who that dri- that ride from school on his bike? Who was protecting him? Eh. Uh. Literally, no one.
1: So he gets inside and says hi to his mom. And she asks, "How's it breaking? He says, loan away."
0: Title drop <laughs>
1: and roll credits. Basically. This scene is just to convey the information that his dad Daddy-ish, is coming Daddy issues is coming into town. He's like, well, he can do that he does whatever he wants to anywhere. Isn't that what he always does? Yeah, he has some,
0: some serious like, snark about his dad, like, I don't care.
1: He doesn't care if his dad's coming into town, and he doesn't like him clearly. Um, d- just not happy about it. So that's basically the point of this whole scene, and to, I guess, indicate that there are feds outside his house. So we're in school, in class. Um, Hartman's in class, and judy's next to him and the teacher this is as nerds we can tell you these this is the worst thing to happen he congratulates hartman on his paper and then says that he has xeroxed hartman's paper as an example of what you should have written to the rest of the class and of judy of course laughs at him and says how embarrassing because yes really embarrassing
0: I hate when they do stuff like that. I don't know if they think that that's going to encourage the class to actually do better because I can tell you that all that happens is you alienate that child and they have no friends. I can tell you this from experience.
1: I did find it funny that his paper was on the Volstead Act. Yeah.
0: Which is... He wrote the... So, spoiler alert, his family, his dad is involved in the mafia. Yeah. Shocker. But oh the mob kid wrote a great essay about prohibition imagine that
1: (laughs) the origin of modern i mean clearly
0: that's the reason i think we made it about that yeah obviously but it was a fun
1: little reference
0: it's funny to me hey and guess what do you know that crime went down after prohibition was no more hey guess what would make crime go down legalize marijuana okay (laughs)
1: Yes, well, we'll get. Into, I'm sure we'll Thank get into that when we night. have a drug episode at some point. Mm. We have, Well, we've had a couple drug episodes, but I guess if, uh, you know. I'm sure I am I mean,
0: it's usually coke because this is the eighties. 80s. The 80s, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> uh, basically, that's you know they're they're setting up the Judy Hartman relationship with this classes, point. They, yeah. So because they walk out of class and she's in this great blue outfit, she looks good in blue. We've discussed she's this before. She's
0: wearing these white ripped up jeans, but like, like kind of acid
1: wash, I well, guess. Well,
0: kind of, and then they have like these like color on them too i don't know if like maybe it's like she had painted them or they were came that way i don't know god she looks good in this episode. and so
1: basically she and him are like flirting essentially like basically they're getting into you know whatever um and oh but i love that also again they always have the same first name i guess that makes it easier so you answer the right name because she's judy robinson here's to you mrs robinson
0: her real last name
1: that's true at the time. At Before the time. She, she wasn't it's, Pete. It's yeah. Pete now. I don't know. Did Yeah. We cut to the ball field and they're doing wind sprints except poor Penhall is, oh my God. So, is totally winded because he's out of shape, I guess.
0: I wrote in big, huge block. List. You can probably see it from where you are. Yes. Doug is not that old and is an officer who runs all the time. Like, we always see him chasing people and he does fine. Like, it's making it to be like, oh, he has to run wind sprints and he's an old man. I'm like, he's like... 23 years old come on like if it were me trying to win, win sprints up. Sure.
1: i guess they're trying to emphasize that he's just i think it's it's they always enjoy having penhall think he's the best at everything and then taking and then showing him being ridiculous yeah, you that's know that's true it's the physical comedy also thing it
0: does make, remind but, us hey do you remember that he's not actually in high school anymore
1: <laughs> right which I mean as if you and the to.
0: guy says he's like he's like, it's okay it's baseball you only have to run like 90 feet 90 feet at a time and he's like why do you make us run one <laughs> he
1: says tradition <laughs> which is you know anyway um, so the coach tells him Handily enough, that he needs to spend more time with Hartman because he's going to be catching him in, the, in their first game. It's
0: a good thing that he's a good catcher, right? Like, yeah. What if he wasn't this big dude who's a good catcher?
1: Well, handy for the plot, isn't it?
0: um <laughs> Lots of things are handy for the plot, like what is about to happen that he starts talking to Jake Whittaker. Jake Whittaker, this Jake Whittaker kid who comes up and starts talking to him, and so I'm over here like I've watched my 21 Jump Street. <laughs> I'm like. Well, when they go to a high school, the only people who talk to them happen to be the people that are important to the plot and to what's going on. So, clearly, if this guy's talking to Penhall, he must be important to our story.
1: Right. And he's uh, also transferred in. I guess he transferred in earlier. Just but, So, no, but, yeah. the
0: timeline is that Johnny transferred in, like, last season, like, last year, basically, and then this kid Whittaker transferred in, like, I think it said, like, a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah. And then now, of course, Doug and Judy. I'm like, all these transfers. This is <laughs> I don't know if that's normal because I remember when I was in school, like, we would have some kids who were there and then they weren't there. And, like, yeah. kids move and stuff. But I feel like that's a lot of transfers. A lot somewhere. of transfers
1: that look a little, looks a little dicey. Oh, the coach is like, all these great baseball players showing up at my school. <laughs> it's like, God loves me, basically. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. that's that's how it is um so that's all basically just yeah it's it's for the plot that jake would just up. talk
0: about yeah
1: meanwhile uh, hartman is is busy asking judy out to dinner yeah,
0: yeah. dinner. Yeah. Like, you want to go to dinner you want to go out for
1: dinner and and she's like sure whatever because of course i she, wonder
0: if this kid is from new york
1: yeah um the and of course judy's happy to do that because she needs to keep an eye on him anyway um and we cut to a locker room fight that's happening because one of the i get as we find out later the person who Penhall is replacing at catcher is upset about Penhall's arrival he's and,
0: like why are you new guys getting our blah blah blah
1: and you know sick of you making the team kind of thing and then as Penhall's trying to fight back, Whitaker just jumps in and like, like slams body slams the, the kid, shit out just of beats that the kid. crap out of him.
0: Well, and that was at the mo- moment. That was the moment that I was like, "Oh, okay, something's going on with this Whitaker guy." Yeah, like even more so.
1: Yeah, that it's well. I, I, at this point, I think you're supposed to know that he's also. Not just I wrote,
0: a, "Why is Doug dressed in a locker room?"
1: Well, a lot of them are, have a lot of clothes on for a locker room. I guess they honest. hadn't
0: started taking their clothes off yet. They just they had yeah. just got there. It's there also, was one guy towards the end who takes has, his takes shirt his off. Takes his shirt
1: off, but that's about it.
0: And it's not Doug. I'm, I'm very so upset sorry. about this.
1: I'm guessing he didn't want to.
0: How am I supposed to objectify him <laughs> in a horrible way?
1: So, anyway, Coach asks what's happening. And uh, and Penhall says, we're just trying to decide who had a better fastball. Gooden or Valenzuela. So, I and will, you
0: answered that question for him. I will
1: quickly uh give you a a, a brief prime on who See, we're talking I, about here i knew
0: you'd love the baseball episode
1: doc gooden or dwight dwight's doc was his nickname gooden was a fastball pitcher for the new york mets uh had one of the best rookie seasons ever and then followed it in 84 i think i, I may be wrong about that but it's 84 ish and then 85 he had followed it up with one of the best pure seasons full stop ever by a pitcher um Lots and lots of strikeouts. Fernando Valenzuela is one of the first big Hispanic or Latino or whatever you want to call it, Latin American, let's say, superstars. He was Mexican, actually, in the major leagues with the Los Angeles Dodgers, famous for a sort of twisty, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Flamboyant pitching motion, mm. but wasn't really a fastball pitcher. I think he had a screwball. I don't remember. Anyway, not famous for a fastball, but he, he I think he won his first, like, seven or eight starts and had, like, an ERA under one, you know, just, like, absolutely came out of the gate just blowing the doors off the place. And there's just a few, uh, you know, Latin American people in the greater Los Angeles area. So obviously it became this folk hero for that whole community and just for Dodgers fans and people all over the country who had never seen anything like this before. But anyway, moral of the story is Gooden, way better fastball. Also, Gooden is a, is a good uh, example of don't do drugs, kids, because cocaine is why you have well, probably may have never heard of him. Well,
0: when you're rich in the 80s, what else are you going to do, yeah. apparently?
1: Well, the New York Mets had a big problem with it. Uh, Keith Hernandez mm-hmm. and Daryl Strawberry and a bunch of other people on that team. Were... I
0: always love Daryl Strawberry's name. The coach is like, sure, sure, that's... Sure that's, sure, that's what, what we're it's about
1: because it he knows exactly what they're fighting about. So he gives this inspirational speech about how they're all one team now, and you know these guys are, you know, just transferred in, and you know he points to the three guys who are transfers and says they're all part of the team now, and we're going to win.
0: We're going to have a big party after party the party after game. we'll be party after Which the I game in the cafeteria. Which I about this like here's another spoiler alert: they do win the game because of they have to win of the course, game yeah. in the show, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. But. They were gonna have a party even if they lost. Can you imagine how bummer awkward from that would party be? Yes. That would have been like everybody being like, "Oh man, I can't believe we lost."
1: So, um, so Whitaker then sidles up to Hartman and is basically like, "You know, hey, you want to hang out afterward? You know, after practice or whatever." Yeah, he's
0: like, "Where are you from? I hear you're from New York. I'm from New York too. Yeah. You want to go out to dinner?" I'm like,
1: "Way wow. too interested." At first I thought there was Take like Take your
0: chill pill dude.
1: Yeah, I mean like as we find out later there's a reason he's interested. At the time it looks like like is he like interested in him romantically? Oh, see, I didn't, like it I almost didn't came off as like that, but that's
0: like he was very pushy about it in a weird way. Yeah. And my thought was more okay, when well, I mean watching this now I know what the story is, but yeah. even before that we find out about the mafia ties and stuff I just thought he had to be maybe the guy that they were supposed to be protecting him from or involved in some way because he was too obvious. Like, I'm like, you were, whatever you are, agent or like mafioso guy, whatever, you are not good at it. Because he is like immediately like, hey, hey, I'm from New York too. Want to go to dinner? Hey, hey, hey. I mean,
1: at least he's not Hanson and Narking himself, but you know, whatever. I'm surprised.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's why Hanson hasn't shown up yet.
1: Yes, we'll get into that. He's hey, like,
0: okay, we're dealing with the feds. We can't put Hanson yeah. in there. He'll blow the whole thing up.
1: You might have noticed we have yet to talk about him, which is interesting, but we'll get to that. So well, now we cut to the uh, Hoffs the, and Hartman on date. a date at, at the restaurant. Um, and he's telling him, telling her a story about, you know, meeting this uh, famous ball player. The famous okay. ball player. Whose name, name is
0: Scott Peterson. So I love true crime. So the true crime in me yeah. went, ah! Yeah, Not Scott so. Peterson, which yes. is much different in 1987. That's kind of so where today, I went today. Today I was like, "Oh god, oh god!" And but
1: yeah, so from they,
0: the Yankees, from she the Yankees, she says, and she
1: and they were both like, "Ooh, you got to meet Scott Peterson, who's a pitcher for the Yankees." So I did look this up, just Baseball Reference, which is the. The encyclopedia of everybody who's ever played baseball ever. Also,
0: you you did not recognize the name, which I was like, well, that must mean something.
1: So I mean, I I looked it up because I haven't heard of everybody, and there is one guy named Scott Peterson who played like a couple years of minor league ball. So no, they basically purposely made up a person, and the reason for that is he's talking about the story of you know basically said you know stay in school and don't do drugs is like the message that the guy gave him, and then. Of course, later he gets busted for. I don't remember. Is it steroids or is it like cocaine? I think I don't it's remember. like
0: coke. It just says he goes to rehab.
1: Rehab, anyway. He's like you know uh, heroes, right? You know, basically.
0: And then he killed his pregnant wife.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> many years later, and I tried to go on the run.
0: Um, and Judy has these giant, beautiful earrings and this beautiful animal print top. Ah, yes. Like I think it was like cheetah print or whatever. Like the small, the small um, size cheetah print. But, man, seriously, she is killing it this episode.
1: <laughs> yes. At this point in the conversation, he basically says, so who are you? And Judy's like, what What do you mean? He's like, who are you really? What's your real name? Because he's basically like, you're obviously, like, you're way too interested in me. Like, this is your, I you have all my classes and you're, you know, you're going out on dates with me immediately. He says, is that a woman this beautiful is going out with him on a date, which is probably true.
0: You're a cop or a fed, right? And
1: she... To her, unlike Hanson, doesn't immediately narc herself. She actually herself. just
0: kind of is stay silent.
1: And well, he's like he's like this is about my father, isn't it? isn't it? And she, which is the
0: first thing, the first clue that we get about anything involving him. Well,
1: no, because he talks about his father coming into town. But with his well, mom, what I'm saying
0: yeah. is, like, we now know what's happening. Yeah. But when you're first watching the episode, this is the first time that we get the clue that this has something to do with his dad,
1: who's coming into town. Yes. Um... And, and Judy's like, well, I don't know anything about your father, which is a hundred percent true that statement. That's not a lie. Basically, he's like, I hope you, are, you know, you're you're not, you're actually really a friendly girl rather than a nosy cop. <laughs> but unfortunately, she is actually a nosy cop. But you know, what are you do you going
0: Nosy cops, man.
1: So we get they get back to the house, to his house, and there are like cops everywhere around, and he's super like, oh no, is my mom okay? And the cops are like, no, we just found this guy nosing around, and camera pans over to Whitaker sitting in a chair with his baseball glove saying I just came to return your baseball glove you left it on what did you say left it out the dugout or no
0: you left it on the bench like the bench in, in, inside yeah, the locker room in the
1: locker room that's what it was and I looked
0: back so he did actually put it in his locker yeah Whitaker went into his locker to get it to have an excuse to go to his house like he's really not good You're at in this. this
1: game and the feds are not happy about it at all they're like we'll see you out basically and he's like Whoa, yeah it's like and and Hartman's very apologetic, and he's like, "Well, I'm sorry." They get a little paranoid, and he's like, "Yeah, I can tell." It was like, "Well, for good reason because you're being a creeper." But so, well, I think I said that's basically the just in that to scene. To, to jump the street, um, which if <laughs> still there's like a million people at this place, by the way. I, and there's I, I, some uh,
0: like there's some really nice background actors. There's this one. Um, um, pretty sure it's a it's a female or at least a feminine presenting person who has like this short hair and like these suspenders and is just adorable yeah like i guess they thought let's put them in suspenders i don't know why they think they need to be dressed like this is this is not a a newspaper office yeah it is a police like hoff's
1: hat is like a newspaper hat (laughs) anyway so they're they're there to debrief fuller obviously about whitaker and
0: Sorry, sorry every time I'll never stop.
1: Oh, and um, I'm sure I think you have it written down, too, that she's in blue again.
0: Yeah, Judy's wearing this, looks like, great. blue top, and she looks really good in blue. Yeah. Not that she will ever listen to this at all. I don't know why she would. But, Holly, girl, blue is your color. You are beautiful. You are still rocking it, and I love you. I mean, she's beautiful in
1: every color, but in blue in particular, she so good. Um, and so basically, Fuller's like, "Hmm, this does seem a little like dicey. Let's keep an eye on him." <laughs> to which Pen Penhall says, "Shouldn't be too hard. I bat it right behind him in the order, yeah, basically, that is funny. which is a funny line." Um, pardon me, I'm turning the page. Um, and then finally, at long last, he calls in Aoki and Hansen. And
0: Aoki is still rocking that Don Johnson. Don Johnson, it up,
1: yeah. Um,
0: and Tom has. Some serious sweater game in this episode. I love this sweater he's wearing. I meant
1: to check the timestamp, but this has got to be the latest in the episode we've gone without Johnny Depp showing up. Absolutely
0: has because I I'm like, where is he? Is the
1: star of the show, and he's not there. And I think that shows. I mean, I kind of
0: like that.
1: It's a certain amount of confidence in the show and in the rest of the cast. I'm
0: pretty sure Johnny Depp probably can't play baseball. Well, I'm sure. Well, I don't not can't, but I bet Johnny Depp did not play baseball when he was younger. He was a musician. Well, I, I think, think for variety, didn't he drop out? Like,
1: oh, I'm sure he did I don't
0: think that, like, he would have. You know, I don't think baseball was his his thing. So, like, what? Well, yeah. How would else would they have used him in this episode? Well, and
1: and it's it's a little variety just to make it a little less boring to have him be the B plot as opposed to the A yeah. plot this time. Anyway, um, so their job is to check out on, on Whitaker. You know, like, what? Let me see what his batting average is, and, <laughs> and it's like, well, no, like, no, see what's like, going on with him.
0: Look into his files, you dope. And, and and Tom says, Okie dokie. <laughs> we got an Okie dokie this episode. Which
1: uh, I, apparently does get more common as time moves on, but in this so. episode it's it's there.
0: What do you want? Batting average? Uh, fielding percentage? What? Just get hold of his transcripts, Hanson. Okie dokie. I guess Come it's on, just quit. because, like, who, as a grown man, says Okie dokie in that? It's the way he says it, too. Like, I can't say it like Johnny Depp. I think that's why in my brain I have such a thing that Tom says it all the time. Like maybe it's just every so often, but like it just is. Yeah. Burned into my brain.
1: So Judy, at the very end of the scene, sort of casually reveals it. Oh, by the way, my cover's blown.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And Fuller's like, "You, you decided to tell me really? this now?
0: You blow your cover on the first day."
1: And he's like, "She's like, I didn't say anything. He I just have figured it out." Him to
0: be like, "What are you, handsome? Yeah,
1: really." <laughs> Which well, she didn't say anything. Hey, Hanson.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, Hanson. <laughs> Judy actually blew her cover too, you, so you're not the only one now. <laughs>
1: you're not the only one who's bad at this.
0: I mean, you're still at like a 20 and she's at one, but hey, Hanson, come back. Bored.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, that's basically... All that but, he, but
0: she kind of says, yeah. I didn't... Like let on to it or anything, he just guessed it. It seems like something that's normal for him, and she's like, "But it's okay. Like he's not gonna, he's fine with that." And basically, if her job is just to protect him, like I don't know that it really matters because she's not trying to bust anyone for anything. Yeah. And she's like, apparently, this has something to do with his father. He let that slip, and so, you know, basically Fuller is like, "Well, you got more information out of him than mm, the, the feds are going to tell us, yeah. so just keep keep on keep it. doing yeah. your thing," I guess.
1: So we cut to the game and um Pen Hall is uh who's been talking about like he was going to you know uh dedicate a homer to Judy or whatever. And he is, was
0: pretty sure he'd be able to bat 340.
1: Yeah. Um is swinging and missing and
0: steer which yeah, is the a like, guy literally does the steer. And I I I really in my experience is which is not a lot of experience but when I played ball no up ever said Steve Reich like that ever Steve Reich! half uh, the time they didn't even vocalize it
1: <laughs> he pops up one foul ball that I love there's a there's a couple of cutaways to his foul balls one in which he just like lands in a trash can but my favorite is it cuts away <laughs> to just a kid sitting on the hood of a car and the ball, foul ball lands on the hood and the kid has to and go I scrambling and I forgot for off. a
0: second because f- I, I was thinking of foul balls as being as being strike like
1: yeah they're strikes
0: but he they weren't for him because he had that first strike when well, we they're cut not to it and then he has a foul and then know, he has but, a f- another well, fouls, foul
1: you can foul off as many pitches. strikes yes but you can foul as many pitches off as you need to to strike out you have to miss
0: yeah but don't fouls count as a strike
1: yes but you it won't can't be a third strike it's been a while since you've watched baseball. Obviously, I
0: don't. I, I thought that they just counted as strikes. Like, apparently, I'm dumb. I don't remember. I guess it's because usually they end up hitting. Like, when you're watching professionals, they end up actually hitting the ball, so it doesn't. Like, yeah. I doubt they have that many fouls. I don't know what. And Hoffs was,
1: is at the game, by the way, in a yellow sweater and green headband. So I just thought, I'd
0: yes, and keep she up with has this really cute, like, yellow earring that's like, like, kind of. Goes out. It's like a funnel with like maybe a flowery on the end or like an Eiffel Tower shape. I don't know, but it's cute as hell. Yes. Also, also, I have this in loud letters. So let me get back away again. God bless baseball pants. (laughs) Okay, continue.
1: Women do that is a universal thing. Women do love some baseball pants. Um,
0: I don't know what it is about them, man.
1: It it just shows off the booty. The so yeah, he pops out. Oh, and there's a shoot overdub in here as opposed to for shit. yeah, that's Judy. Yeah. Um,
0: well, and then his other foul like hits the bleachers, rolls down, and falls into a trash, the trash can, can. That was I what guess? I was mentioning. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know if this is the time for me to rant about the uniforms, but
0: oh, I mean short. There's rant. never a there's never a I bad time to rant. This
1: will be a short rant,
0: and this is when they're wearing the uniforms. So yes, why is this so? All the time?
1: I don't remember, they're the Tigers, whatever the name is. I don't remember the, the, the name of the high school. Have Tigers on they're their cap. They're
0: either Central or, I don't know, it's always like that generic name of like, yeah, this whatever. is West or blah da
1: And they're facing a team that's the Reds. It has like the Reds, like it looks like the Cincinnati Reds, basically. But they have nothing on their cap, which seems inconsistent, like the league doesn't have consistency. But the real one that's the bugaboo for me is that obviously this is taking place at the high school that Penn Hall is, and Hoffs are attending. But they have the gray uniforms on, which is the away team wears gray uniforms, and then the home team wears white uniforms. Except maybe in this particular circumstance's bizarre a world where they do it the other way. Also, I think they're maybe. batting first, and the home team always bats second. Well, it
0: didn't. It didn't show. So who maybe was they showed the top first. of the first. Yeah, we just cut to Pin batting, and he's obviously not the lead. Well, he's not leading either, off, so, so yeah,
1: I guess that's fine. All right. In any case, <laughs> I have some issues with the the costuming, but all right.
0: It's because they were spending so much time on Judy's outfits.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: <laughs> they were like, eh, just put something basebally on them." So,
1: well, and as you point out, he, uh, Penhall was not leading off the inning because he's obviously the last out. Because then Hartman comes out to pitch, and
0: well, he didn't get out. He hit like a triple, or no, he
1: pops out in this. One. Oh,
0: in the first part. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm
1: yeah behind so hartman comes out to pitch and we spend an inordinate amount of time watching hartman warm up also he is getting cheered for his warm-up pitches
0: he is which the well he's very good at warming up christopher i I, (laughs)
1: i've seen some pitching phenoms like where it's like their debut in the majors where people will like watch their warm-up pitches but no one that's when you go to get a hot dog or a beer or like go to the bathroom is like during the warm-ups
0: probably getting a beer at a high school game
1: well, I'm just saying in a I know. normal
0: baseball game. I, I know. A Coke. Even a high school game. I mean, maybe in a high school game people would cheer because, you know, like the teenage girls are like, ah, look at Johnny. But it's Ooh. still a
1: warm up. I mean, it's not like he's not striking anybody. Anyway, just weird.
0: I don't. I, he's good at throwing a ball, Christopher. People just want to see him throw the ball, man.
1: But you want to see him throw it by somebody. This whole ball. Anyway. So he's 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 doing very well to start with and then a creepy old man shows up behind home plate to start staring at him and he's staring back at him and he gets all and there's I mean the music cue is basically a horror movie like but this is like the horror villain
0: to be it is it is it's like, and now the pedophile. If this were SBU, <laughs> yeah. we'd be like, "There's the pedophile." I
1: mean, that's kind of what it looks like, really. He's like staring in this to creepy way. To catch a way. predator, <laughs> he's like hanging on the on the gate, like.
0: But, 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 but. So the mom earlier in the episode did say that the dad was wanted well, to see yes. the game, and I mean, so we know who it is. We get but... the idea that it's the dad, and also I'll I'll do my like, <laughs> IMDb research here that um, the guy who plays the dad is Michael Fairman and he's this older gentleman who has, I looked him up, he has like 150 acting credits on IMDb so good job for you dude consistent work.
1: Working actor but
0: like he was on things like The Young and the Restless, L.A. Law Mm -hmm. Cagney and Lacey and then and then like guest spots in like every show ever made basically Um, and so anyway I just wanted to mention who he was Yes. And he is the father. And so... He is the father.
1: And so, the poor... <laughs> poor Hartman is is completely off his game. He started throwing wild pitches after wild pitch. Because <laughs> wrote, he can't.
0: he is throwing away his
1: shot. shot. <laughs> he goes full on, <laughs> for you baseball fans, full on Mark Wollers or Rick Ankeel on us here. I
0: hope there are baseball fans listening because they will find this fascinating.
1: I would hope so. I, I hope anyway. there's more
0: baseball. I don't think there are more baseball episodes. I doubt
1: it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So he starts having basically a staring contest with, obviously, his dad. And then Whitaker, they keep cutting to Whitaker, who's also obviously very interested in this man. So again, it's clear that Whitaker is Involved
0: in on this whole somehow.
1: thing. And so Judy is also kind of like, hmm, and looking at the guy and looking at what's going yeah. on. She obviously knows something's up. Um, so while all this is going on, we cut back to the school, and um, Hanson's coming into the office with, like, a cut on him himself. I don't remember what his excuse his, is.
0: Well, his hand—he basically just said, hey, I cut up my hand, and there's no one in the nurse's office.
1: And so they're like, oh, well, let me help you get it. And so she leaves, and Aoki is, like, hiding under the, like, front of the desk— and he's sneaking. I don't,
0: How did he, he get in there? When did he like you don't see him crawling in when Tom walks in the door? Like, we're in a pullback shot where you see like basically all of Tom's body as he walks in the door. So what Aoki like snuck in first and just like hunkered there and the lady didn't notice him? I don't I don't know what's happening. He's a ninja. He's magic.
1: Yes, he's a magic Asian, apparently, is what is what yeah, we're supposed to believe so. here. Um so basically he's just there to look for Whitaker's files. People are always sneaking into the office to get people's files. And that's the whole point of that. Scene. Also, but Tom
0: is wearing another beautiful sweater. A, I want to. sweater I, game is strong. I really in this want one. to really look at these and look for patterns and knit like 21 Jump Street sweaters. <laughs> because these sweaters are so great.
1: So, Penhall, we cut back to him back at bat, still struggling to get a hit. Um,. You know, but the, you know, if he gets, they show the score. and It's obvious. There's two runners on, and they're down by down by one. So obviously, if he gets a hit, they win the game. You know, it's the big cliche thing. That's running. That's a whole different thing. Yeah,
0: but they, but but like yeah. TV shows and stuff play that when people are doing other. things.
1: And he's down to his final. It's down to a full count and everything and yada yada. So of course he. This is where he. Gets a big hit into the outfield, and there's you know the the dramatic music, and everybody's running, and the uh, he slides into home plate, and safe, you know that whole thing. And Penhall's got a triple or whatever, and he's he does this like little fist pump. I guess it's like this Kurt Gibson it's fist very, pump.
0: It's very cute
1: thing, and it's it's all very dramatic. And then they dog pile on top of him, and it's this whole as would
0: I, as would I, <laughs> this
1: whole thing. It's all very cliche, but so while that's going on, though, Whitaker and also,
0: I feel like. Not important to the plot in any yeah. way.
1: <laughs> so uh, Whittaker uh, also doesn't isn't interested in the dog pile because he's just interested in staring right yeah, at the old this man. This is why
0: I'm saying he's terrible at what he's doing because then he's like he doesn't like celebrate with the team. He just stands there awkwardly, like looking like 45 and staring at Johnny's dad.
1: Yeah. Um, so we're, we cut to the party, and Hartman is. Finally, meeting his dad. And I
0: did thank goodness that they won.
1: Yeah, um, and he's like, "Well, oh, finally you got here." He's like, "Yeah, I like to take long yeah, he's showers." Yeah, like, I've been waiting
0: on you for like half an hour, and he's like, "I like to take long showers." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Which obviously he's just like blowing his head off, but like I don't know, it was just funny. Like you I like love, to take long showers, huh?"
1: And Hartman and Hoff's, because Hoff's, of course, is, is there shadowing him, are, have With matching her cute, yellow her sweaters. Cute
0: little yellow sweater. His was more kind of like an off-whitey color but they did look like a couple or something well at first I thought maybe it was a school color thing but like their uniforms are like red orange orange I think and and well you said gray but like their jackets and stuff are like blue and then the colors in the gym decorating for the party are all different colors so like I was confused as to all what the colors were.
1: But. I, yeah, the whole, the set decoration on this was a little...
0: Well, I'm sure they just have, like, it was, like, the same decorations that they used in, like, other episodes for things.
1: And so, Whitaker continuing to have absolutely no chill.
0: No chill at all. Well, here's the other thing. First, I want to say this, because I didn't realize this in the episode. So I was talking about Judy's earring, and I thought she had two of them. And then when she shows up in this episode and the dad kind of says hello to her... One of them, she has a one giant hoop, and then the other one is Eiffel Tower. She's wearing two different Mismatched. earrings. She is a icon of fashion. I just want you to know. And that's something I like to do as well. Or just wear one. Because my hair covers the other one. Anyway, Whitaker <laughs> is going be a five
1: hour episode. Um,
0: absolute creep and has no chill. And needs to take it down a couple notches and do better.
1: And he's introducing his mom to um, to Hartman and to, you know, Hartman's dad, I guess. And, and she... Grace looks, like, freaked out by the whole situation. Up
0: looks super weird. Like, she immediately just kind of, like, stares at his dad. Yeah. And is, like, I don't... She, like, has no chill at all. I'm, like, damn, lady, like what this is such an awkward interaction
1: yes he walks over to the the coach and is basically like you know make sure my boy gets into a good school with a good baseball program and you know he's like oh that's i'll do that for sure which is that's a reasonable request yeah but then he's like i, I have one thing i want you to ask and you can't ask anything any questions ask why and he's like and
0: he's like what you talking about like i would be like this no is,
1: this is not
0: random white man that i've never met before yeah
1: He's basically like, you know, look out for my kid and if anything, you know, if I'm in an accident or anything, like, you know, make sure I'm – make sure he's taken care of and then, it's, you know, he's like his his mom will take care of the rest. You just make sure he's he's taken care of in the baseball and he's like – he's, you know, basically like I'll take care of my kid. And then he, he does finally sort of say, well, you'll be well compensated for your trouble, you know.
0: I would not even know how to handle that situation. I'd be like, OK, weirdo. You're
1: like bribing me to watch also, your kid. it's
0: like he has a mom, dude. Yeah. And he's basically, I, whatever. Also, he's 27 years old. He can take care of
1: himself.
0: Yeah. Oh, Lord. So. Mm. He also said, I chose your program for a reason. Yeah. And I'm like, is that how that works? I mean, so, so we find out that he's in. Um,
1: I mean, we're going to find out in witness protection, but.
0: So that's not how witness protection no. works. Like, this actually, to me, is like the big, I guess. I would consider it kind of a plot hole in this episode, is one, I I don't think that the witness gets to choose where they go. Like, they just give you new identities and they send you somewhere random where you don't have contact with anybody else. Also, the kid is such a good baseball player that they would probably not allow him to play baseball (laughs) anymore, which would suck for that kid.
1: But but and he would hate his dad
0: even more than he already does. But like, if he's that good that he stands out in that way, you could not put him in a position where he could be so obvious. Like, anyway,
1: which we'll find out. Actually, his baseball talent is part does put him in trouble, but
0: doesn't work. Like that is the problem.
1: (laughs) So we cut to a big motel sign with the, that says motel which actually is a thing by the way anyway uh and aoki's on a pay phone because it's the 80s um <laughs> and that he had basically called the school that his transcript had listed and the, the school in question has no record of a whitaker at their school nope. and so they're like hmm we would did, gotta look into this
0: um oh yeah and they so they tell them they have to go to his house they give them a no-knock warrant no, 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 no. Arrest Breonna Taylor's killers. Thank you.
1: Yes, no-knock warrants strike me as a problem. Well,
0: here's my thing. On a civil liberties As we see. Well, here, you tell me what happens, and I will tell you part of the reason. Well, I mean, I don't agree with them for lots of reasons, but tell what happens when they go into that.
1: So they break into this house, obviously, and with the no-knock warrant, and it's almost empty there's basically no decorations in it at all mm-hmm. and so they're so, looking around whatever and then suddenly you see this sh- cutaway shot of, of a shotgun and you hear it fire and they both like duck which is a shot from the uh in the, the title internet. sequence mm-hmm. um and and pull their guns and are uh there's a struggle and they're fighting and they knock the guy down and it's Whitaker of course it's Whitaker is is at the is at the house who's and trying they, to shoot them you know
0: tell him that they are cops and he's like oh really me too me too yeah. so I find out that Whitaker is also a cop and let me just tell you worse than Tom Hansen oh terrible being cop. undercover
1: yeah no. Awful. well
0: and also <laughs> here's my thing we find out what he's doing later but he's gonna straight up murder people like yeah. how is he gonna what does he think is gonna happen when that also, this is why no knock warrants are such a bad idea. Aoki and Hansa could have easily just been
1: murdered, dead. yeah. Like then, straight murdered because
0: yeah. they just snuck into somebody's house. So like to me, no knock warrants are dangerous just for the police too. A situation yeah. that would already be heightened just with police being there at all. Like if yeah. a policeman shows up, it is a heightened situation. Yeah. So like I don't understand why they are a thing. I mean I guess the idea is like that way they can't run away. But like when you show up with a warrant they can't run away any like yeah. they can try, but like yeah. either way you have to tell them you're like, I don't I don't understand why they are a thing. And it's dangerous for literally everyone involved. Especially when like they didn't know what they were going into in that house. What if there had been a child in that house? Right. Or literally anything. Like yeah. It's so stupid. Also, arrest the officers who killed <laughs> Brianna Taylor. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's the... Oh, uh, well, and of course, Aoki takes him down with, like, karate moves because he's got to have his of karate. Course. Of course, to be fair, the actor... Um,
0: oh, Justin Noyan is a beast, man.
1: Yeah, is, is very good at martial arts. So there is that. Um, so back at Jump Street... The the feds have obviously very surprised about Whitaker being an undercover cop, um, and it turns out he's you know had quite the heroic, uh, duty <laughs> yeah, record. You know, uh,
0: Mister Fed goes, "Oh, we got ourselves a genuine hero." <laughs> Which I'm like, "How did he get all of them awards?" Because I can tell you, I guarantee there are officers who get awards for doing shit they should not be doing. Yeah, like well, th- and, and, he killed five people. <laughs> we gave him an award for it.
1: Um. Well, also,
0: so they look him up, and he gives them their name. His name is Jacobson. Jacobson, right? Well, you may not have written it down. I didn't
1: write down. But
0: he's like on vacation for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, so he's on vacation while he's doing this. So this is
0: not police sanctioned.
1: He's just doing it of his own because he wants to see. So. Oh, well, first of all, he's like, "Can I leave? Want to call me a cop, pretty boy?" He says As in a the, cab. A cab, is I said cop cab. Uh, Want to call me a cab, pretty boy? And Hanson, of course, Hanson m- makes a one of those great faces of like, "How dare well, you, sir?" He
0: comes in like real hot, like
1: yeah.
0: All right, well, yeah, I'm a cop. What? I'm leaving now. You can't tell me what to do. I'm from New York. Blah blah blah. And he's like, I wanna, I wanna protect Carmine Terranova too.
1: Carmine Terranova
0: name dropping.
1: So, and he's like, oh, you didn't tell them who's
0: Carmine Terranova? And so he's like, oh, the Fed didn't tell you, didn't tell you about it, huh? Oh, you're doing that bureaucratic stuff, huh? Which, like, I don't want to agree with him, but I'm like, I agree with you on this. This is like maybe the only thing I will agree with you on.
1: So. um... Frank Hartman is Carmine Terranova. Frank is the dad. A
0: whole new
1: world. Terranova, get it, get it.
0: Literally, every time I hear it, I'm like, I think. A whole new.
1: World. They just try to make him sound as as mobby as possible. I guess. Yeah, but. I mean,
0: it's like, what's the most like Italiany name? Which I feel like that's not the most Italiany name. But like, if he's working with mafia people, I guess he has to be Italian.
1: So yeah, he's he's uh, there. Basically, he's in. He is as we've just. Po- talked about already uh, in witness protection because he is going to roll on a bigger fish in the mafia Crime community only. nick was it the ice the man Iceman lucchese. lucchese yes um
0: so he got busted for murder and then he is turning state's witness which means he and his family are put into witness protection right and johnny's real name is chris terranova right a whole new world. <laughs> A dazzling place I never knew. And
1: this is where we find out that, in fact, the baseball thing you were talking about is a problem because how he, this cop found him is he put, looked at the USA Today at, at the, like, high school stars... Yeah. Section so he said that he's like, found, I knew that Chris yeah.
0: Terranova was good at this. And so they're asking him why he cares about keeping Carmine Terranova yeah, safe.
1: And the Fed is super mad at him. Like, yeah, why Fed's, do you care? Like, well, what are you what Because why would he
0: care? Why yeah. on his vacation is he coming down here to protect this mobster? And the story he gives is that
1: Lucchese, Lucchese
0: killed his partner. Yeah. So he is... Wanting to help protect Terranova so that that Lacazze goes down for justice for his partner. That is the story.
1: Yeah, so basically... Also,
0: I really hate this guy, but anyway. He's so snooty. He's just like,
1: I'm the coolest
0: cop in the land. Even though I'm like, dude, the minute I saw you, I was like, something's up with this guy. And I ain't even a cop. And I mean, I know it's because it's a TV show, but still.
1: So... Basically, they, um Hanson is like, you know, I'm here. I might as well help you. So the, the uh, Fuller assigns Hanson to go with Whitaker to be the pretty boy dream team and go, go uh, find basically the the, the hitmen or just keep. track. Well,
0: what happens is they the Fed gets a call while they're talking about. Oh, this, that's right. I, I that. That, Luke- yes, that yeah, some yeah, of yeah, Lucchese's men are in town. They yes. got like a tip. So they so so of course Whitaker's immediately like I'm gonna go find him yeah and like they're like okay he said oh come on I'm here I might as well help you yeah
1: and so Hanson goes, goes and Hanson's thrilled about that of course like oh this is gonna be a fun assignment yeah Ham,
0: Hanson already doesn't like this guy and, and I, I'm I'm with him on that
1: Hoffs and Penhall are still on on Johnny duty or on whatever you want to call and them. then
0: they tell Aoki to get in contact with New York to find out like more information I guess about yeah. Just the whole situation.
1: And Penhall talks to Hanson about basically like, ah, these New York guys—they just—they just look tough. They don't actually do anything, which is gives a great smash cut to what well, smash is an appropriate. Police term. brutality. Yes, him uh, to Straight Whitaker. Straight
0: up police brutality.
1: Throwing uh, somebody through a window. Um, At a bar. Although we find out later that a lot of this is kayfabe. But anyway, um, the.
0: A lot of this is what.
1: Kayfabe from from um, wrestling.
0: Okay. oh i see what yes. you're saying yes
1: yes anyway um but we'll find out why later but uh so he's he's trying to basically by the way hansen's in a jean jacket and a turtleneck so cute in the scene but anyway and hansen but to be fair to hansen and hansen's
0: like what the hell are you doing <laughs>
1: this is like not we okay cannot do
0: this which police officers that's what you're supposed to yeah. do when somebody does some shit that's not right you fucking tell him it's not right, and you stand up for it, okay? <laughs> yeah,
1: Hanson. It's good. He's basically threatening this guy with a knife, and like basically anything Lucchese could do, I could do worse. So they're basically trying to find the mobster. He dunks another guy, at the hotel like the concierge yes, or whatever. He, yeah. his head in a he's fish like, tank. Yeah, because
0: he finds out what hotel they're at from the guy at the bar, and then yeah. he goes there and he's like dunks. He's like basically like
1: waterboarding, tre- waterboarding the
0: guy. him to tell him what room that these that Lucchese's guys are in, and yeah. Tom's like. You can't do that. What are you doing? Stop. But, I mean, he doesn't really stop him. So, be better than Tom, police officers.
1: And so, they they bust into the hotel room and no one's in there. They're Mm -hmm. like, well, they probably just got lucky that they're out for pizza or something. Um, And so, then they have a dick measuring contest. Well,
0: yeah, because Tom (laughs) is like, I'm going to call and tell Fuller. And he's basically like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, basically thinks that he's better. He's like, do you think you're the only police officer who knows how to be a police officer he's like in this hick town which i thought was interesting because i'm like you come from new because their whole big thing is like he comes from new york and he like starts throwing his weight around like he's some big shot and i'm like aren't you guys in like california like is this wherever <laughs> they are is it really like a hick town that's such a weird yeah, way it's, to describe it's, it
1: it's not like a redneck town but anyway and, yeah.
0: uh so tom basically tells him okay whatever you think you're so great we figured you out from day on which i'm like yeah because he's yeah. terrible and all i see is someone with a big mouth with uh, someone with a big mouth with, and total disregard for people's civil rights and i'm like a cop yes right <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> what are you calling fuller i want to keep this place under surveillance now so will you just make sure those bozos don't blow their cover what do you think you're the only cop who knows the ropes around here the only cop in this hick town yeah Oh, really? Well, I didn't see you being so clever that we didn't figure you out from day one. And I didn't see you being so tough that you got by me and Aoki at your mother's house. As a matter of fact, all I see is a guy with a big mouth and total disregard for anyone's civil rights.
0: But he's right. It's like, you're you're not going about things the right way. You're just being a pushy asshole. Like,
1: and, and also, and by course, the way, we beat you up when, when you had he, the chance. Yeah, yeah, and when
0: he said this, like, you just... Someone who, like, doesn't care about civil rights, he's like, I'm starting to like you. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> like it's, because
0: he's calling you on your shit?
1: I guess. that's very New York, I guess. Um, so we cut to the ball field from that whole, you know, whatever. Um, and Judy... Bada
0: bing, start over. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Judy is introducing herself as Judy Hoffs and as a cop to... To bada-bing, bada-boom, karma not Carmine. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Terranova. Um, A.K.A.
0: Johnny Hartman. A.K.A. the really good pitcher.
1: And yeah, that's what he says, you know. I, I, We've talked about He's like, you around. know, this
0: is, this, this, I'm starting to see this as a good thing. Like, if I get into, like, a weird relationship or embarrass myself in front of a girl. Bada-bing. start over in a yeah. new place. La, la, la. But they have this, like, weird... It's that really good New York accent really New York. Anyway. Which is funny because he's from New York. I specifically looked it up because I'm like, yeah. I feel like he's trying too hard, but then I was like, maybe not. Maybe that is how he talks, or maybe he's really trying to push it. Uh, I don't know, but it did it was weird. But um she I it's again one of those situations that I don't like how close they are. Yeah. Because like she goes on. She agrees there, to yes. go to dinner with him, like as a cop to like get to know him or whatever and like he knows she's a cop now but he like says like something about like we're relate really, i don't know that like i think sh- they're friendly mm-hmm. but like it's it it's it, it's on that line of like she doesn't need to like make it seem less like friendliness and more like we're dating or whatever yeah. i don't know it's it's they're very so flirty
1: this conversation uh, yeah, is very flirty then, like, yeah
0: that evening we'll get to it but they like are out to dinner again like basically on another date like she's protecting him by dating him yeah I, I don't know it's a little weird once he actually knows she's a cop i think
1: so anyway that's the gist of that scene uh we cut back to the chapel and um aoki with his guns out i might add his by which his, i mean it's, not
0: his literal guns his, his arms his beautiful
1: he is this muscly. man
0: Seriously, Ooh. he is a beast. Like you guys should follow Dustin. Went on Instagram because he still looks fantastic, and he's got he's got a family, and his little girls are the cutest thing I've very ever cute. seen. Like yes. his little family is adorable. His wife is very pretty. Like I love seeing people being adorable. So one of the
1: family. newsies, um, backdrop newsies yes. delivers so, in the news yeah, from New York.
0: This guy in a uh, with this hat on and this like pink like open shirt cap. hands paperwork to Aoki. He's like, "Here you go, Aoki," and I'm like that's that's yo-yo newsy guy
1: (laughs) yeah the yo-yo guy yeah 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 i think it's gotta be the same guy um anyway
0: good for him because you know he's getting paid more than the others because he got a line in this episode so good for you yo-yo newsy i don't know what his name is i didn't look it up
1: and so they're uh they're having a fight over um the this over the pizza because, of course, Whitaker's right, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's in Everybody's the, in there, in the, like, common area. And, at uh, the chapel, and they're
0: eating and like, it's York, like, it's pizza. Whitaker's basically like, it's not New York, it's not pizza. It's not New York, it's not pizza.
1: And the, the, the Fed arrives, while they're all having this stupid argument, um, which is just to get them all in one place, to um, say that uh, the dad wants to see his kid one more time before he leaves town to go testify.
0: Something else we forgot to mention was when they broke into the house... Where Whitaker was staying. Aoki found a picture of the woman who is supposedly, quote unquote, his mother. Which, now that we know he's a cop, he said that he just it's some lady he paid to pretend to be his mom. Right. But we've, but they, but Aoki finds a picture of that lady and some yeah. man it's a
1: later scene but yes we'll, yeah. we'll get to the, the well, no. picture yeah he, but
0: but that's that the information that he's getting yeah.
1: yes at this point this is this part is just the fed uh is what we're talking about the dad wants to see his kid again it basically it doesn't care He at one point uh he says he doesn't care if he lives as long as he gets, gets a good surrender testifying which you know very sweet well, yeah
0: as long as lucchese goes down well because i mean he's, he's a, a murderer, murderer yeah. too like he doesn't really care as long as he gets which I mean I get that. <laughs> he, basically, the dad is getting antsy about having to go testify in this case because he doesn't think he's ever coming back. So he wants to see Chris slash Johnny again before he leaves for New York. Yeah. So they try to they try to maneuver this meat up. So he they go over to Hansen and Pinhall and Whitaker eating their pizza and say, and he tells Pinhall. He He's going to be over at, and he says the name, the, the Sheraton yeah. Village or wherever yeah. he's staying. And that to go get Johnny from the restaurant that he's with Judy yeah. to take him to see his dad. Basically. Right.
1: And meanwhile, we have a, a, a part of this where Blowfish is doing his thing again gotta have blowfish doing his blowfish yeah he was showing
0: it to Whitaker and whatever. Like, like yeah whatever. nobody and, in new york does that <laughs>
1: and i love that penhall like just tosses him a piece of pizza and he like snatches it out of the air like like a literal fish which is also i want to add hilarious. that we
0: had pizza for dinner tonight because i was like watching them eat pizza makes me want pizza
1: very suggestible uh, if
0: you hear background crazy our dog was, is our barking dog is outside running around and barking my guess is she saw a cat i don't know she's crazy
1: um so so i
0: apologize if that and hartman are on
1: another date and penhall interrupts to you know set up the rendezvous with dad and he's like oh the catcher too you know basically oh the catcher's a cop too he's like yep doug penhall and yada yada so they're they're about to head out of the restaurant and this is where we finally get the explanation of what whitaker is doing he's
0: so Whitaker calls the hotel that he went to to look for Lucchese's yeah. guys. Yeah, asks for their room number and says and tells them where
1: where to find Terranova is. Yeah, Terranova, and they're
0: like, "Mr. Lucchese, thanks you." Yeah. So now we're like, okay, so he's he not working... trying to protect. Yeah, what is, he is working actually... for
1: Lucchese, yeah. right? Um, and so, and I
0: was like, he's a bad guy this is brand new information <laughs> like, i i i didn't like him Didn't like, him was to like begin there's with. something else happening here i don't know
1: and well and that's why i was saying some of the beating up as it turns out he probably knew what hotel room they were in was all sort of that's why i said it was kayfabe but um
0: i also liked when um fuller told so when fuller told doug where to go to find chris and take him to his dad. Whitaker just happened to want to go with it. Oh yeah,
1: he's like, oh let me go. And with then you Doug
0: know. says, "Who said this guy isn't nice?" And then, oh yeah, that's right. Tom has this whole thing while he's eating his pizza. I mean, they walk away, but he's like, the snitch at the bar. Like he <laughs> names everybody yeah. that has been in contact yeah. with Whitaker and me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um.
1: Who said this guy is friendly? Snitch at the bar, hotel clerk, me. So this is where we cut to J- to Jump Street and Aoki figuring out about the pictures. That well, says- because
0: he got that h- picture from the house, yeah, and then he got this other information about like the murder of Whitaker's partner, and it's the same person. Yeah. So obviously, the lady who is pretending to be his mom was actually the partner's wife. Partner's wife. Yeah. So they're like okay, well, then you guys need to go pick her up and talk to her and see what's going on.
1: And so they go to her house and they confront her about this. They're like, you know, we know you're not... You're not, like... Because the the story was, of course, she was a paid actress, which I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, I did. Okay, you did, okay. That that she was being paid to be his mom. And she...
0: They're like, we know that's not true.
1: uh, So basically, she just spills the beans finally that, long story short... Carmine is the one who murdered the partner, not Lucchese. And And they're like,
0: oh, that means that he wants to kill Terranova. And she's like, he's not going to kill anybody. And they're like, no, he's just going to tell the hitman where to find him. And she pulls the phone out of the wall so So they they can't can't call call anybody. anybody. And she's like, you know, I hope he dies. He has no right to kill people. Which, like, if if someone killed my husband, I'd be upset too. But, like, she is
1: Vigilante justice all the way.
0: Yeah, so basically that's what's happening here.
1: So the the yeah Hartman's there to you know meets up with I have his dad. To say, this
0: episode is jam packed full of stuff. Like we don't usually get one this complicated. the complicated. Yeah, it's where you twisty have to be like, turning. wait, what's happening? Yeah. So I hope, dear listeners, that you're following what we're. doing. <laughs> so <laughs> we're he confronts
1: about. his dad about basically like, yeah, you ruined yeah, they, my life by being a mobster. Basically, yeah, they meet up
0: and he's like trying to be all, they don't like, be a hero now, and yeah. he's like. What you want love from me? That that was going a long time ago. Like now, just because you think you're not coming back, which I'm kind of on his side. I'm like, yeah. yeah. If your dad's a mobster, like now that he's gonna go die, he's suddenly like, hey son, I I love you. I'm yeah. making sure people are gonna take care of you.
1: It's like oh thanks a lot. And then yeah. they
0: get this really really close up. Oh well, Chris slash Johnny trying place. not
1: to cry like.
0: Well, it, it, it's I, a
1: super overdramatic it to me thing. Like,
0: the actor was trying so hard to do, like, the one single sexy tear. Like, he. It was trying like. Trying
1: force one out? Like,
0: <laughs> you could do it. I was like, you could do it. Cry. You could do Oh, it didn't work.
1: So, we cut to outside, and um, Fuller and the, the Fed have caught the two. Hitmen hitman who are waiting yeah, in the Yeah, because they are car. waiting
0: outside of the hotel.
1: So they, they, they are, you know, slamming him up against the car and putting handcuffs on him. And we sort of pull back to see a police car where Whitaker is hiding sort of behind the police and car. And he sees
0: that they now have gotten the Arrested, hitman. yeah. So he decides to take matters Mises into his own hands. So. And grabs
1: a shotgun out of the, out of the police car and He waits. loves that shotgun. Yeah, it's like his weapon of choice. Um, cut to Christopher Walken dancing. No, a different, different <laughs> weapon of choice. Um... <laughs> and so the, they're walking, you know, both both Hartman fa- fa- well, car- Taranova father and son out, and he just starts firing away with stormtrooper accuracy. Yes,
0: I was like, did he train <laughs> when the stormtrooper... Ca-? Like, seriously, he's just, like, randomly shooting like crazy. So they all, like, I guess run back in... Do they run back inside? Yeah, they, I think they, they right? hide
1: yeah. or run back. They get out of the way. And so he hops in and the car a, to make a and getaway. Then,
0: and then, let's see... Hanson and Penhall. Hansen and Penhall show up, and they're like, where is Whitaker? Like, yeah. right before he starts shooting. And she's yeah. like, he went to go get Coke. Why? And so now they're trying to get in on it, and Judy's wearing her red fringe jacket. I, I mean, just wanted yeah. to... So Very then, cute. So then, like, once he starts shooting, he then, like, gets in his car.
1: And they're, like, chasing. And
0: he's chasing them. Uh, yeah. And then... Tom gets out his gun, starts shooting at Whitaker's... Yeah, he has a shot Well, he, well no, he has his...
1: First he has a, just his a revolver, yeah. and then
0: he takes out his... Apparently, he has, they, they all have just have shotguns. Yeah. And then, so, Whitaker is trying to get away, and some cop cars, like, stop him. I and guess so maybe he, the feds. Yeah. So he turns around, turns and, around and he's and heading hit, towards Hanson and Pinhall, and Pinhall's like... What are you doing? There's a car coming. He's like, I know it
1: is.
0: <laughs> and then it's
1: very much the Joker in Dark Knight kind yes, of situation. Yes, Tom
0: you just like blasts fires at him, the yeah. car, and it and it and it like hits to, into this other car, and it well. Just flips. And actually, if
1: you see, I, I saw on the second watch of the episode, they jump. They're like in front of it, so they're yeah, they jumping jump out, of the way, out of the way, and, and it hits the car. And it does this great
0: huge, flip
1: through the air for a
0: television show. That was a. It's really a great quick, car stunt, and and that car stunt is also in the intro. Um, yeah.
1: And then, and Ben Hall says "Holy shit!" in real life, but of course it's redubbed to "Holy cow," which
0: doesn't fit the moment as well.
1: Anyway, and the thing like lands on its on its roof, and anyway, so the, the other cops who are there, I guess the Feds, are run up and drag Whitaker out of the car and arrest him. Obviously, um, and and Hanson's you know looking very badass with his shotgun, like you he's know, like.
0: That's the way he would have done it. Yeah, exactly. It's like,
1: well, I, you know, just giving him a taste of his own medicine, basically. Exactly. Um, and so that's the end of that. See, obviously, the, the resolution of that storyline. And the Stinger is, is it's just... It's just
0: like a cute little... at
1: Back of the ball field. Judy, Judy and Hanson and, saying... Or not Hanson, not Hartman saying goodbye to each other. and
0: Yeah. Um, Again, a little bit awkward, but it's, it's, it's like a nice little tag. It's cute. And then, and then the coach of the baseball team... <laughs> calls Doug up. Yeah. And Doug isn't even wearing any he's wearing like a sweatshirt yeah. get, he's not he's wearing normal No, he's wearing his like leather jacket. He's Just wearing his, his normal, normal clothes.
1: Outfit, yeah. And and so he's got a scout there. I know, he's supposed to be a pro scout, I guess? Or is he a college scout? Anyway, a scout. A college scout.
0: scout, I think. Yeah,
1: anyway, scout for somebody who's basically like, a, he's really interested in you and wants to talk to you about it. He's like, He's like, well, I hate to break it to you, but I'm I'm not a high schooler. I'm a cop. I'm not on the team, you know. And there's, they're basically like, well, you know. Yeah, and
0: the guy goes, so? So?
1: It's like, it's almost like the end of uh, Some Like It Hot. It's like, well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> nobody's perfect. <laughs> and, and so I there's this the best freeze movie. frame on Penn hall with this sort of sheepish smile on his face like, huh. which i'm
0: um, like
1: that's
0: that's sort weird of that a funny like so you could still play ball which is true i mean he's like supposed to be like 23 years old i mean yeah so i mean he's not like an old man or anything he could well, go to yeah. college i don't sure. think he went to college originally he just you know went to the police whatever academy for two days no i'm just kidding
1: well if anyone's still listening thanks for sticking around for this long Um, is there anything well once I edit
0: it it's not gonna be two hours long yeah I hope not
1: so yes Um, is there any um, I guess what is your favorite 80s-ness or whatever well
0: I think that first outfit of Judy's is my favorite thing I I know that a lot of time we oh my gosh (laughs) the dog is like flipping her ears around now this dog is gonna ruin our entire lives anyway um going to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i know i usually i pick judy's outfits a lot we tend to do that but she just it was yeah, so she was on this point episode. this episode and there was nothing really in this episode that that screamed like 80s i mean don me, johnson aside from outfit. like the mafia ioke's don, don johnson. johnson
1: outfit yeah
0: what was your favorite 80s uh the sweaters
1: the sweaters i did like and, and of course the Nothing dates something when you're doing trying to do like up to date references. So like the Doc Good and Valenzuela thing was such a specific, like it was a little out of date actually. Even in eighty seven at the time, it, both those guys were kind of past their not really past their prime, but not quite the big stars they had been a couple years earlier. But it's just funny. That's because Doug's
0: older than them. So. It's something
1: that like at the time everybody would have gotten the reference. Like anybody right. who at least even vaguely followed baseball. It's like if you sort of talk about Mike Trout now or something, or or, or I guess that people don't really follow baseball anymore, like Tom Brady in football or whatever. You know, some, right. everybody would have known the names. You know, right. it's it's funny how that always works in TV shows. The more up to date they are, the more out of date they become very quickly. It's true. Um, but anyway, it was I was kind of fun as a cool. baseball fan. But um, yeah, I mean, this episode was it was interesting because of the twisty turny aspects. I like that they made Hanson the B plot instead of the A plot. Um, of course, the baseball stuff was fun, although kind of secondary. That it, the baseball was just sort of an excuse to yeah. have something to do for the scenes, it's true. But, um, and also, I I really liked things, um,
0: that Judy had such a big role in this one, and it wasn't. I mean, they did use her sexuality a little bit because the whole idea was she's like she's
1: dating him, but that yeah.
0: they went on a date. But then he comes around to understanding that she's a cop, so it it it's a little bit weird that he still kind of weirdly acts interested. But also, he knows that he's going to have to move on, so it's not really a thing. But I like that it wasn't just that, that she got to be a girl who likes baseball. And nobody acted like that was weird. Like, it wasn't like she said something to... Doug about baseball and he was like oh what Dude, do you know about it's clearly something they talk about well and
1: even though she mentions she's a Cubs fan to him something I don't think I mentioned in that hallway scene and he's like he doesn't say anything like oh like you're a baseball fan he's just like oh too bad you know basically oh yeah, you're a Cubs it, fan which and for you know.
0: the 80s I feel like is a big thing that they were like oh what but I'm yeah. surprised they weren't like, you're a pretty girl and also like baseball? That's not a thing. I Only felt like the, the, the way but... that
1: that wasn't creepy, their relationship is it kind of, especially after he basically... They were very
0: nice to each also other. Also because so. he
1: basically suspects her of being a cop the whole time. Yeah. You, There's sort of a sweetness, almost like a there's like a aching sort of like sadness that like what could have been kind of thing because you sense that he does he is interested in her like romantically but that if obviously only it's only
0: she was actually it's kind of like
1: this could never be like girl. yeah like you're, you you we can never actually be together so there's a sort of like wistfulness about it that's the word i'm looking for yeah um it's kind of sweet actually mm-hmm. but anyway um that's this episode that's this episode that's blown so, away like
0: Please, if you have listened to this, it would be really great if, um, on Apple iTunes, if you would review us and rate us. That kind of works with, I'm not sure, I guess it's, it, it helps, um, the magic algorithm. Yeah. It helps people be able to see us. If you would like to contact us in any way, we are on social media. Uh, we are on Instagram as going to the chapel pod. I post fun little, um, screenshots from the episodes there and just random things as well. And you can also email us at going to the chapel pod at gmail.com. We also have a website and it is going com and on there you will see we have the episodes listed as well as show notes and photos and things of that nature to kind of enhance your experience of the podcast and you know share us with friends i know i like to tell my friends about podcasts that i listen to and if you know people who like to listen to rewatch kind of uh things and commentary podcasts like what we're doing then go ahead and let them know about us and i think that's all i want to say about that i do want to make a little bit of an announcement that Our next episode will probably be an after-school special. A very special after-school special. So uh, look out for that. And then after that, we only have two more episodes of season one to record. And then we'll probably take a break and regroup and do some things, deal with some personal life stuff before we move on to season two.
1: (laughs) Yes. If the world ever calms down. Exactly.
0: So thank you for listening. And, you know... Be good. Okie doke. <laughs> Okie dokie <laughs> Thank you, and you're going to learn something when we meet you on the pod.
1: What would it be? 33 years. Oh my God. From- you
0: literally okay. do this every time. Yes. 33, 33 years ago. <laughs>
1: We even way. talked
0: last time about how you do this every time. I put it at the end of the episode as like an a, a outtake. Welcome to the outtakes, everyone.
1: <laughs> Good to know. I was well, almost going to sing, but then I didn't.
0: I'm so sad about that, but not really. Oh my God, I wish I... Okay, <laughs> welcome back to something that's, I'm sure, going to be in the outtakes because I have to tell this story. My family, <laughs> that movie, can I say, played on television a lot in the 90s? It did, it's true. I don't remember what year that movie came out, like, 97 or something. Anyway, so, anytime that movie was on TV, my family would sit down and watch it, and the whole time we're mad because we know how it ends, and we're like, why are we watching this? But we can't stop. It's literally like watching a car wreck. (laughs) And then it happens, and and, so if you don't know what happens in that movie, I'm not going to tell you the whole movie, but basically, Nicolas Cage is an angel. He falls because he falls in love with Meg Ryan. So they get together. He like, isn't an angel anymore. She goes out for a goddamn bike ride and puts her arms out and closes her eyes, riding her bike down the road and a truck hits her and she dies on the side of the road. Guys, that is how this movie ends. It's horrible. And every time we knew it was coming, but we still had to watch the movie and she died every time. It never changed. And we would yell at her like if I I, we should watch that together sometime. Maybe that should be like an after school special. Not that it has anything to do with 21 Jump Street, but and just like literally live stream watching it and yelling at her. It's it's pretty funny. Also, one of the best movie soundtracks of all time.
1: It's true. Iris Goo Goo Dolls. All right. That's that's the one good thing to come out of it. And the, and the end, of Nicolas Cage's romantic comedy career—not romantic comedy, romantic drama career. Um, in any case,
0: all right. We're now that we're, we're done back with, to the episode. <laughs> back to the episode, away from outtake land. That is the greatest name, Daryl Strawberry, Strawberry. Is a great name. He should have gone into porn. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would have.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Welcome once again to something that's going into the out
1: Yeah, let's say. Poor General Strawberry. <laughs> He's a pretty decent ball player, anyway, but anyway. If you Wait,
0: so they count as strikes but not the third time?
1: So the I'm... first two strikes can be happened anyway, but if you foul p- pitch off with two strikes, it just stays at two strikes.
0: Then why you count them as strikes anyway?
1: They're strikes until you get to two strikes, but to strike out a, pit, a batter, you have to get it past them. I don't
0: remember that because I feel like I've struck out before solely. That. The,
1: o- the only way you can strike out...
0: And maybe in in like...
1: Maybe it's different in softball. I don't know. But um, in baseball, the only way... a foul tip into the catcher's mitt or if you... Well, yeah. Or if you bunt it foul, it is a strikeout. Yeah. But but if huh. you just hit the ball foul, it's just
0: huh. like
1: it never happened, basically.
0: Okay. It counts as a strike for the That's pitcher. That's why I was confused, because he had like a strike, and then a foul, and then another foul, so he's and then he hit the strikes. ball. Yeah. And I was like, why is he con- yeah. able then to he, just keep going forever? Yeah, and then
1: he pops out. So you could yes.
0: literally just stand there and foul. for 20 minutes fouling the ball? There are
1: eight or nine pitches. There's no
0: way to stop that?
1: Exactly. There's There's been like, I've seen 12 pitch at bats where they just keep fouling the ball off. That's the
0: yeah. ba 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 Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even drink tonight.
1: Just so the dad kind of pulls away and goes over to the coach and basically is like, you know, make. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking about that poor that poor black man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was taking a drink of water and I just like spit she it. Just sprayed
1: water all over the. Desk that we're sitting at. Anyway, I
0: think it came out my nose.
1: <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. Anyway, <laughs> no, it wasn't
0: funny. I just uh, anyway continue. So she. <laughs> I just going I spit on? all over. I spit all over. Vampires don't wear polka dots. Ruth is going to be very upset. It's
1: it's it's okay. Okay. The Bailey School kids will survive. It was just. A sp- I
0: mean, they've survived. You know, much worse.
1: Anyway, welcome um, to the
0: outtakes, ladies. And <laughs> so, thanks for listening, my friends. And you're going to learn something when you meet us on the pod. Wait, when we meet you on the pod?
1: When we meet you on the pod. You want to try again?
0: you are going to learn something when we meet you after school. Okay.